Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. It's Fightful Wrestling, and it is May 6th, 2022. We have a big weekend ahead of you. We have Under Siege. I'll be there live in Newport, Kentucky. We have WrestleMania Backlash. I've got a post show with Denise for that. Uh, by the way, Steven Jensen will be here with Joel Pearl for an Under Siege post show. Got a big UFC show tomorrow night. Wish I could be around to check that out. But you know what? I was around for plenty of other stuff this week. How about this? Interviews with Deanna Perrazzo ahead of her AEW debut. Interview with Moose. And then the first post-WWE interview of Persia Perota, uh, Steph DeLander. We talked for almost an hour. Uh, you get early access to all those at FightfulSelect.com for Tier 2 members. I'll tell you all about that later. We got a lot of other great stuff for you. But we've got Kate here. Kate, how you doing? I am so excited to see you, Sean. It's nice to have you here. Unlike a I, lot of people, I'm glad you're back. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, guys, I'm glad to be back here. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe. Donate a super chat. Donate a humper chat. It would mean a lot. Humper chats give you the ability to leave questions or statements before we go on the air as well. Also, don't forget, you got Grapsity on Saturday. All kinds of stuff for you all. But uh, that's the most direct way to support us. We got a couple more plugs, but we had AEW Rampage at 5.30 p.m. Eastern tonight, Kate, and I loved it. Let me tell you, <laughs> yep. uh, Nielsen ratings aren't going to love it, but I love it. I don't care. Mr. Nielsen, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> care. I love this so much. Give me dinner time wrestling whenever you want. I was ready to hit play on SmackDown right after. Like, let's knock this out by like 9 p.m. But I loved it. It was uh, it was delightful. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> Graham said, get to the douja, man. Uh, check check out that interview. It was a lot of fun. And uh, Persia, Steph laid out a lot of the creative stuff that was supposed to happen with Indy Hartwell, including outright saying, yeah, I was supposed to turn on Indy Hartwell. That was going to happen down the line. And she talked about the the storyline that she laid out there. 
Uh, but guys, get in those super chats. Get in those Humper chats. Our great moderator, Luis, is taking them down. But we're going to start off with AEW Rampage. Ruby and Tony against Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. We got two women's matches tonight. Both of them got time. Both of them were very good. I love this progression. And Kate, I know that you don't give a shit about women's wrestling. And I'm going to force you to talk about it. But I'm also going to force you to talk about Joshi, which is like your favorite thing. Yeah. But I love the way that this women's match played out. And I saw some people that were like, oh, you know what? Um, maybe maybe Britt shouldn't be taking a pinfall. I didn't have a problem with it, especially if there's a story mm -hmm. to it. I don't think it's an accident when Britt Baker loses two matches of that caliber within that, that amount of time. Like, I think there's a method to this madness. And I thought these women played off of each other fantastically, especially Tony and Jamie. Yeah. I thought that this match was fantastic as little as I do care about women's wrestling. It has been nice to see progression over the course of the past week with two matches getting real time here. Um, and a main event, which didn't get enough time, in my opinion, but mm -hmm. women main eventing Dynamite, a good sign, I think. A very healthy thing for the brand. Um, I agree with you. I thought Jamie and Tony had fantastic chemistry. I also thought Britt and Ruby had better chemistry in this tag match than they did in their solo matches <laughs> around the title. Um, Ruby coming in as a hot tag was so great. I loved Ruby breaking up the pin in this. This was so much fun. Um, and Jamie Hayter with like the biggest of big boots I've ever seen, <laughs> just walloping her. Um, super, super fun way to start off Rampage. We always start with these like high energy matches. It was really nice to see the women in this slot. And I agree with you. I think if Britt is losing, there's going to be some seeds of dissension there. Maybe within what's going on with Jamie Hayter, who knows? We got that tournament coming up. There's that Joker slot. I don't think this is incredibly intentional. And while Britt is a top star, she doesn't have the title anymore. So we can't get yeah. like too mad about that, especially in a tag scenario. I felt like there was a little bit of an overreaction online, but this was fantastic. This was a really, really strong way to start off Rampage. And I just thought the chemistry here was fantastic. I believe there's a method to the madness here. And I think eventually it leads to that Jamie Hayter split. Uh, right after this, Britt revealed that she's going to be on Bar Rescue. So, I mean, that's a nice appearance for her. I know of one other somewhat mainstream appearance that that she and some other wrestlers are, are going to have as well. So, uh, I mean, Britt Baker, not the champion anymore, but still getting some some nice play. Uh, this was good. And sometimes you got to have this. You got to have the person who was taking all the wins for like a year, year and a half give back a little bit. Volob says Jamie Hayter, bigger boots than W Morrissey. That was some test level stuff. A good big boot is such a great move for, and for years it was bastardized by a guy named Hulk Hogan who would just <laughs> gingerly toss his leg up and people would ping pong ball off of it. Wasn't but, such a big boot. It was more like a <laughs> small to medium boot. Like, yeah. it's funny when that isn't laid in, it looks so lame. But when somebody lays it in like Jamie did today, holy crap, it looks good. I mean, that was the most high profile big boot in wrestling for years and years and years. And then like power bombs, like all these people that threw badass power bombs had to stop because he had like Sid and Kevin Nash, like lightly dropping people. <laughs> and we didn't get to see badass power bombs forever. So when test was bringing back the big boot and taking people's heads off, 
I was like, yeah, you know what? That works as a finisher. I can, I can buy that. Uh, let me talk about how much I love the Eddie Kingston promo. Him calling in? That is old school, man. I love it. He's like, I'm not Skyping in. I'm not Zooming in. I'm not getting on StreamYard. I'll call you afterwards. He, he sent a tweet to Tony and he said, that was a collect call. I better get reimbursed for it. Uh, and uh, Tony said that he used to do the, the gimmick that we all used to do back in the day where he would call his parents collect and let them know that he needed picked up from the, the movie theater, <laughs> the old say your name, Bobby had a baby. It's a boy. That one <laughs> game in the system. Um, let me ask you, what was your favorite collect call commercial back in the day? Cause I know mine. Ooh, I mean, we're dialing down the center is what we're doing. Um, D'Lo Brown and Steve Austin. Well, there you go. Come on. I teed you up. I Mark, well, what's wrong with you? I wasn't watching then. Keep in oh, mind. It's so okay. That's it's, it's a good point. That much of a that's, nostalgia. That's a good point, you Mark. Uh, but <laughs> Shut up, Mark. <laughs> you got to watch that. It's a good one. It is a good I've one. I've seen it now that we're like, talking about it. I like remember yeah. it. But I wasn't just like, those were my guys or anything. Steve Austin like gets mad at D'Lo that he didn't call him collect and save him a bunch of money when he called him before the match. And rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, understandably so. Oh I love my this god, out of Kingston! Like no shock, of course. I love pretty much everything Eddie Kingston seems to do, but the fact that his eyebrows are burned off and he's choosing to call in instead of Skype or Zoom or Streamyard, in even I think is such a fantastic play, especially with Jericho on commentary because it's realistic enough that it would be that public right like this wasn't him calling him backstage this was him calling him at the announce desk like what a fun old school thing to do and then what it. he said of like whenever he brings his mom into stuff i'm like it got real <laughs> it was so much fun to to say like my the pain that you caused my mother you're gonna feel basically like what a what a fun way to go about business Loved every second of this, especially on Rampage. Like, you can have a little bit of cheekiness with that type of stuff, I think. It was great when Eddie Kingston's on his phone. You know, he's a big MMA fan. There's a big UFC card tomorrow night. He can download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code FIGHTFUL. He can bet $5 on any fighter to win at UFC 274. And then if they do, you get $150 in free bets. How can you pass this up? I mean, it's a stacked card on Saturday. I am very bummed I'm going to miss so much of this. But this adds even more stakes to an already great card with like Shogun Hua and Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje, Rose Namajunas, all these big stars. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code FIGHTFUL. Go to DK Sportsbook. Get all the information you need, $5 on any fighter, and you can get $150 in free bets. How can you pass that up? How can you pass it up? You know what, Sean? You don't show up for like two, three weeks at a time. And then when you come back, you come back with a new sponsor and you take away my worked, like Vanna Whiting. I worked hard for that one. I wasn't putting you on screen for that one. Sorry, pal. Sorry, you pal. I detract and not enhance. There, okay, so I won't say who, but there was a person when I worked at Wrestling Inc. that, like, 
sort of buried a sponsor and it was one that I worked really hard to get. And when I told, I I mean, I told Raj that person was not there the next week. Like that is, I mean, you've never done that, but I mean, man, that was, that was the first time that I learned, like, you really don't mess with the sponsors whenever you get on there. That's why I'm like, man, Snickers was all about changing that battle Royal name. You you don't mess with the sponsors. They will get their way. (laughs) Uh, well, somehow. and especially like people have this disconnect that like not everybody remembers things about wrestling. So like even if you're doing it in like a funny, like cheeky burial of something, like they're not gonna like that. They yeah. don't necessarily care about the wrestling part. Somebody <laughs> said Sean got someone fired. No, someone got someone fired is what happened. I didn't make them bury anything. I was I was not happy about the sponsor being unhappy, but um that person uh, got themselves fired. I would never get somebody fired. And I would Sh- never get you fired with my Vanna White spot. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Shot Kid says, great rampage tonight, especially the Owen qualifier in the main event. Unrelated, check out Mox Lawler from Defy, online free. Lawler needs to be on TV. Lawler is so good. He's so, so good. good. Mark Quill says, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. I want to say everyone taking care of yourself is very important. Check on your friends. See how they're doing. A kind word goes a long way. Fightful friends. Truly love you all. Blessed. Guys, I've had some rough times over the past couple of years, and your support has helped me a lot. So support your friends. Support your family. Um, check out NAMI Communicate. Again, uh, this month, as well as last month, all of my proceeds from Cameo always go to charitable causes, but this month they will go to NAMI Communicate again. Uh, so head over there, get a Cameo do something nice or just donate to them outright. If you don't even give a damn about me doing cameos, but um, we got a lot of great resources that you all can check out over at NAMI communicate. If you don't care about Sean doing cameos and you just want to outright donate, what is, what are we doing though? That's true. That's true. (laughs) Hook versus JD Drake. So (laughs) one of the spots in here, first off, I love hook selling for the chops like he let you know like that a jd drake chop hurts but that his forehead is a little bit tougher than jd drake's forearm because he headbutted mid chop but he sold that too which i like like he was like well that sucked but i proved my point and then we got into um hook doing what he does best throwing people overhead his body lock takedown so when they teach you that in judo or mma class you get in really, really deep to where your weight is over top of their hips and they don't have a choice but to fall flat on their ass. And it is so fundamentally sound and good. Then he chokes out J.D. Drake. This is quick. It's He's like, he's he's little Goldberg is what he is there. And it works really well. He's like this Taz-Goldberg uh, hybrid, but in an AEW style, and it's still working for me. I still really love it. I love this. I love J.D. Drake. I also liked Hook asking for a chop, even when he was selling them. Like, that's just a nice touch of, like, I'm a tough badass, and I'm going to ask you for her chop, but I'm going to tell people that this hurts. Like, that's really, really nice. Um, I thought this was great. I was more excited about what happened after and later. So, Danhausen comes out. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Hook is not having it. Hook is not having it. But by the way, I just want to say Tom LaValle says those legit takedowns of jujitsu moves by Hook were amazing. 
It was a sprint, but you couldn't take your eyes off of it. J.D. Drake is awesome, too. Primarily judo. Uh, I mean, uh, Taz had that judoka background, too. But back to Danhausen. Get in your super chats. Get in your hupper chats on this. You know you want to talk about Hookhausen. That's what, that's what Van Twinblade says. We are Hookerhausens. But the crowd was all about this. The crowd loves Danhausen, who earlier got challenged by Tony Nese next week. So he'll be wrestling. He's back in action. That's great news. I legitimately don't know who's going to win that. Will it be Tony Nice who needs the win? Will it be Danhausen who uh, probably never needs to win ever? <laughs> How will Hook factor into this? Hook push down Danhausen, and it's like if there's one person that like can can make you pissed at Hook, it's Danhausen because everybody loves him. Oh, and then. Th- like, my heart melted a little bit. <laughs> Dan Housen had brought out a bag of chips with a bow on it. It was the sweetest thing, Kate. He brought out chips with a bow. <laughs> it was so kind, Housen. Uh, I've loved every second of it. If you had said, what do you think will be next for Hook? I did not think it would be this. I love this it's silly but with a story and a point it's giving tony niece something to do which she was in desperate need of this is just fun like you're gonna gift somebody chips i'm probably in on it um this is the right type of silly for me and the crowd wanting hookhausen so bad is so much fun i thought this was this was a blast i love this story unfolding and uh yeah i think that I think Hook might factor into play in this Dan Housen Tonini's business. I, I just have a feeling. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to see how it how it happens. Housen. I'll I'll tell you what else I'm excited for. Dax Harwood and Adam Cole. This was such an elementary, easy, basic, babyface promo. And by promo, I mean you are promoting the match that happens next week. Dax and Cash are out, or not out there, they're backstage, but Cash is like, you know what? He did beat me last week, and that's okay, because he's going to win next week, and he's going to win the whole damn thing. And they're like, Dax is so petty, but so great. He's like, Adam Cole, we know the kind of people that you idolize, and I love it, because it's Shawn Michaels, first off. But... He says, the kind of people you idolize is so much like a Bret Hart line, like, yeah, one of those guys that poses for girly magazines. <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> I love it. It's so easy. And Dax just saying, the people are cheering us now, and it feels really good that they're cheering us because I used to be a bad person. Acknowledgement of your past behavior is a baby face move because people change on a, any given day, week, month, year. People can have bad runs and be bad people and then get better. And Dax saying, I love it that the fans are cheering us. I mean, who wouldn't love it if the fans were cheering them? There very few people wouldn't love being among the most popular people in a company. So I like that they're not trying to fight that. I just thought that this was was amazing and simple. I really liked this too and <clears throat> The only other person that I remember doing it this well with the acknowledgement of past behavior is Kevin Owens has done it really well a couple of times, mm-hmm. which I really, really like. 
uh, I did an interview with Sam Adonis on a podcast called the Shining Wizards podcast. And I remember him saying that we need to get rid of saying like old school when what we mean is fundamentals. And I like have latched onto that so hard. And this is a perfect example of this, right? Like this was not an old school promo. This was just like a very, like you said, elementary, like basic fundamental promo. And I, I think Dax is like the perfect epitome of that, of like not old school as much as just like the basics done in the best way possible. So um, another home run for them. I'm loving face FTR. I didn't know that I would as much. But uh, this has been fantastic and like a pretty seamless face turn because I think we we already loved what they were doing anyway. So them just being easier to cheer for makes it really fun. This is going to be a very masturbatory Bret Hart tribute. <laughs> oh, match. yeah, it is. This is going to be the most <laughs> ultimate masturbatory match possible. Sorry, Hangman Page. Yeah. Uh, actions is what you drink in SRS. I am drinking diet root beer out of what was a frosty mug. Wait, what brand? Uh, A&W is the only kind that sells diet root beer around here. So, Oh, so you don't have a choice. If you were to accompany your diet root beer with chips, which kind would they be? What is this a trick question? No, no, no. It's just we, we had chip talk earlier. I thought. Okay, we so... um locally we have a really great brand of barbecue chips called grippos that is just phenomenal it's like amazing the best barbecue chips you'll ever have and i'm not talking like south carolina style this stuff is amazing but i, I like a good old-fashioned potato chip that just tastes like it was sliced right from a potato okay. i mean pro or anti-ridge there you go well it's don't duck me are you pro or anti-ridges Oh, pro or anti? I thought you asked if I was pro or anti-reg, and I'm like, well, he works for us, so. <laughs> no, if you're anti-reg, I don't want to be here. <laughs> My gosh, uh, I'm I'm pro at times, yeah. At times, okay. Yeah, at times. So, like, my grandma would always have, like, the ridges, and I never liked them, but she also had, like, butter pecan ice cream. Now, if I get ice cream, that's the kind I get, because that's what I was familiar oh. with. It's nostalgic, so. Aww. Mark Quill says Dax's response to Hangman on Twitter is funny. Yeah, he said he would fight him. He said he would fight him. Uh, Van Twinblade says, unrelated question, Sean. Your arch enemy Shaza will be at Glory Pro on the 22nd. <laughs> if you're free that weekend, what should I write on my whiteboard? I always sit the opposite hard cam in the GA so everyone should be able to see it. Oh, legitimately put something to Shaza like, Shaza fears SRS. Like for for sure, do that. I'm serious. I'm looking forward to dash at the diner or whatever. It'll happen one day. Soon, It'll yeah. happen one day. Um, dare I say I'm only training in the ring again so I can beat up Shaza in a diner. Wow. And also, I want to hit like a backbreaker on Ali Cease. Like I, I want to. Yeah. I, I want to crack a couple of her vertebrae pretty bad match of the year candidate i mean i got it i mean i don't want i wouldn't want the same thing to happen to my little buddy that happened to me you know i've got injuries that are gonna last forever so my goal is basically fuck up Allie so bad early on in her career that she just decides to just stop that's some black combat club stuff right there that's right? like some listen it's 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 out of love it's out of love right doesn't sound very for the ruckus, if you ask me. It is for the ruckus. It's the most mm. ruckus thing possible. 
Shotkid29 says, trying to manifest Joe and Dax in the finals. That would be a lot of fun. Hey, what's that over there? Says, call it now, Johnny Wrestling at, and versus Adam Cole. Candice versus Britt at Double or Nothing. I mean, Candice just had a child recently. So I, I don't know if she's ready or not. Like, uh, we did break the news today on Fightful Select that uh, Candice LeRae has left WWE. Her contract has expired. We have since updated that. So please subscribe to Fightful Select. We had a bunch of news uh, today, but we had SmackDown plans. We had uh, that. We had Gargano and Candice's most recent status with WWE as well. So check that out. Laura says, fun rampage tonight. Curious about the AEW tag title situation. Do you see BCC getting a, a AEW tag title shot at double or nothing? Or do you think Jurassic Express, Team Taz, Swerve, and Lee storyline goes all the way to the pape? Uh, I think the Swerve and Lee, Team Taz thing probably goes that way. But I wouldn't mind seeing BCC involved there as well. I think it needs to be the catalyst for, uh, for the split between Jungle Boy and Christian, though. Uh, so I, I think it should, I think they probably should go a four way route. <clears throat> Allie, she says, okay, thanks bestie. See, I'm just looking out for you. That's it. That's it. Listen, you I don't want to learn from some GCW jobber, Allie. I, hey, listen, I can't feel these two fingers and it's because of pro wrestling. So I don't want that to happen to Allie. So I got so to hurt her early, early in her career. That way she's like, no more. I'm done. Don't want that to happen. Even her but sister says it's sweet. Then she's still getting hurt by you. Not permanently. I'll just I'll I'll, I'll make sure it's temporary. I'll it's make about sure it's drive. Temporary. It's about power. Okay, you got this. David Jackson says, "Hey guys, stuck at work and didn't get to watch wrestling, but I wanted to say thank you so much for what you all do. Four days left of my seventy-five hard, and y'all truly helped, especially the cameos. Oh. Well, thank you, David. I appreciate you, man. And uh, we we hope you're hard three sixty-five. Thanks to one of our sponsors, but." Uh, you know what, 75? <laughs> sure, buddy. We appreciate you, David. We really do. Action says, is it more likely we see Enzo and Morrissey on AEW or WWE in the future? Um, hmm. I, I'm going to say AEW because Morrissey has already broken that door down. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like uh Enzo, but as I had mentioned on Wednesday, promoters that I have spoken with, including Court Bauer, I've got an interview coming with him, uh, that he has done nothing to like rule himself out from places that since he started to take bookings again. There you go. Sean Spears promo, he's calling out Wardlow. He wants to get that damn thing done. So that's that was a natural. We were we were gonna see that. This made a lot of sense. Again, you get a guy on TV, you're promoting a match that's going to happen. This made all the sense in the world to me. I liked it. I don't think there's a ton to to write home about there, but but solid stuff. I think Spears is really great. Um, but yeah. We have, hey, what's that over there saying? Instead of Candace, it's Deanna. I would love that. I think that'd be great. Uh, what I didn't think was great was the promo, the... So you got Dan Lambert out there, and he he gets the hometown pop for Baltimore. Then he heals on them, which is good because I just want to say, fuck Baltimore. Anybody who likes their sports teams, um, anybody who's ever been to one of their games, it's a terrible place, terrible town. Um, Sir, 
What? The first time I was on a stream, we recapped my journey to Camden Yards. How dare you? As I said. I mean, the Orioles aren't good. No, they're not. <laughs> Way less like, good than the Reds. I like, I like Baltimoreans, though. That was a good That was, that a, was good a good line. Baltimoreans was good. <laughs> I'll say the one thing I, I liked about this whole promo was the fact that this could possibly be a catalyst for Ethan Page to just not like these people now because he specifically said that he thought that Sammy and, and Ty Conti were not good role models or examples. That being said, he, he should feel the same way about like the shit that Dan Lambert and Scorpio say. Now, I want to address something because anytime you levy the mildest criticism of a Dan Lambert segment, you get those fucking dopes that are like, you're so offended by things. You're so offended. Why are you offended? And I got people that are saying, you say worse stuff on your podcast. You say what? I'm not offended by it. I'm not offended by like anything, but I can think it's not good. I can think it's played out. And why do I think that? Because I hear it in every promo that Dan Lambert is associated with. And if I'm lucky, I get a one week break from it. And it's like the, oh, well, Ty Conti got passed around and street walkers and all this stuff. And I'm like, my God, man, can you, can you give me like one week off of this? Cause like, she's like again. not even that much a part of, like, she was nowhere to be found even in this segment. Like, that was really frustrating for me. And the idea she was passed around backstage when she has slept with one person that we know of I mean, being her and, boyfriend. And, and quite frankly, my thing is, who fucking cares? Yeah. Who care? I don't care if she's, I don't care if anybody slept with one person, a hundred people, ain't my business. Don't care. And now Don't it's your care. title holder saying this shit too. Like the fact yeah. that Scorpio Sky was saying it is is gross to me. I I felt like they went so far out of the way when you have like Ethan Page, Dan Lambert, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky in there. So like go that far out of your way to slut shame someone is even worse. Like and I just yeah. was not something I'm offended by. I'm just like, good God, move on, just move on, move on past this promo subject matter. Like, I, it's bad, but at least it's also super dated. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, at least this was the attitude. I have all people that are like, oh, well, why don't you say that over this or that? I've said it about MJF promos about stuff he said. I've said it about The Rock or John Cena or Chris Jericho in the past. Not even about that subject matter, just about those particular tropes and all that. They're over and over and over again. Uh, I Kazarian kind of stumbled, too. It just wasn't there for me. It was a very like pro wrestling delivery promo, and I was just like, "eh, I'm ready to move past it." Um, Jungle Boy attacked Ricky Stark. They were just like out there throwing. I liked it. I was they happy were catching with it. Hands. That was good. That was a good way to sort of promote that. Uh, hey, what's that over there? Says I hope Sky and Ethan turn on Lambert, and Lambert brings in the Suplex Assassin Alex Kane and King Mo to feud with. Well. Uh, Alex Kane uh, is signed with MLW. He is an integral figure of their show, so I wouldn't expect that to happen. Shot Kid says, unrelated, bummed about Stu Grayson, but I think in a there's a fun X Division run in, in the future before an AEW return. I need to see a series between he and Macklin. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that about Grayson popping up in Impact, and yeah. this is going to be one of the one of the first people 
that chooses to leave AEW that was fully contracted. And I mean, chooses, they couldn't come to terms, but I would love it if he popped up at under siege tomorrow. I would, I think that'd be great. I think he'd be a wonderful addition to impact wrestling. He is an outstanding worker. So is Yuka Sakazaki to the point to where she got over in this match. That top rope flatliner transitioned awfully well to the States. Um, But Todd Allen, yeah, Todd Allen star says they showed how good they can both be when used to their strengths. This is how you display them. Rio got the win. I would have preferred Yuka, but they had a great match here. This was, I think my favorite Rio match to date. I really, really liked a lot of what happened here. You could tell they were familiar with each other. You could tell they were able to play to each other's size. Like that's usually my frustration that I've seen with Riho was it's not that I can't buy in someone that small can kick your ass. I mean, look at Brian Danielson, like my height, right? Um, Sasha Banks is smaller, but she plays to her strengths. This was the first time I feel like I've seen Riho really, really play to her strengths. And I really liked this match. That flatliner, that hurt me here. I looked so painful for both of them, to be honest. Big into the top rope flatliner. That was fun. But this match was a blast. It had a sufficient amount of time, which was really refreshing. And I think, like, styles make matchups when they're different. I think in this case, the styles being more similar and having some familiarity was a huge, huge help. I really liked everything about this, um, which is refreshing to say. Normally, I'm constantly complaining about the women's division. So it's been really nice the past two weeks to have had some progress. This was really, really good. Uh, we've got Matt Reichelson, happy Friday. Uh, SRS and Kate, can't wait for Jamie Tony on Wednesday. Takes me back to their stardom matches. Any guesses on the female Joker? I mean, guesses. I, I think Deanna being in that spot would be very good. But, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that they would go back to that well so quick. Uh, how about How about you? What do you think? Um, I feel like it's going to be Nixon Newell. I feel like Ember Moon slash Athena would be someone that they would wait on for Jade. That just feels like they've already had a nice back and forth on Twitter. That feels like, um, someone that could potentially dethrone Jade. Um, and it is, it is in Texas, I believe though, which is where she's from. All right. We can put that maybe back on the table a little bit more than that could be really, really fun. Um, I think that would also just be a fun match, right? Like Britt yeah. versus Athena could be really fun. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's, I don't know why, but just like gut instinct says this isn't like a Mia Yim spot either. Um, so I'm going to say Nixon is like my, my leader. And then Athena probably is my number two possibility. Ricardo says, I wanted Yuka to go full Ibushi death stare. That's great. <laughs> she killed it. She, she absolutely killed it. She really did. Mark Quill says the subject matter from Lambert and Scorpio is not a good look at all. When you consider the issue with AEW's women not getting the same amount of time and attention as the men, not good overall. And I mean, tonight was a great step in the opposite, in the opposite direction for that. And I, I had one guy today that was like, Oh, you forget it's kayfabe. And I'm like, that's not the issue. It's for me. The issue isn't that he said it. It's that it's every goddamn week it's said. Like, I don't have a problem with these people playing complete actor roles in this stuff, but it just isn't good. 
there's a lot of scripted stuff on TV shows that I think suck. I think the ending of Ozark sucked, and it's my favorite show of all, like, maybe the last 10 years. Um, hey, what's that over there says maybe Jody threat as the Joker. I mean, I would love that, but I think that they would go after someone that's familiar with, with national audiences. I love Jody though. I do too. She's wonderful. She should be signed by somebody. Todd Allen star says, I think the Joker could be Maki Ito. She's already coming to the U S and doesn't need to win to get over that. I mean, that's also true. Uh, fans do love her, especially the AEW fans. Uh, I think she'd be a good one. Joel Woods says, weird question. Do you think Stu Grayson would be the kind of guy WWE would look at? He's only 33, but not sure. I think it's possible. I, I think it would have been more possible about a year ago. But also, if you're WWE, you do want to pluck an AEW talent away just to do it. So, I mean, I, I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility. A lethal... Oh man, this match, Kanske, it like worked. I love that they showed the video before. Yes. I love they showed the video before. And they they ran down his uh his appearances. And they even showed the house always wins stuff as well. And and how athletic he was. I thought that was a great intro for him. Uh of course, uh <laughs> Aaron says he's amazing, uh, SGS for life. How'd you feel about this? I mean, there was plenty of post-match shenanigans as well. I thought this was great. Um, for people that aren't familiar, like, I think this was a really, really nice introduction. I think they worked really well together. That lariat off the top rope was, oh, man. <laughs> there was some hard-hitting stuff on this Good. rampage today, especially off the top rope. But I thought this was so much fun, like, I think Rampage is a really good way to maybe introduce you to talent that you don't necessarily know as well. And then putting them in the main event makes them feel important right away. So I thought this was fantastic. Um, and Rampage has been a place where storylines like move along, but don't necessarily kick off. So I thought this was perfectly appropriate here. Fantastic match. Like none of my complaints about Jay Lethal ever have to do with being in the ring usually. Um, and I, I, I just felt like styles wise, this, this was an absolute ball of a way to end the show at six o'clock or whatever, six <laughs> thirty. Yeah. We had, um, Satnam Singh. We had best friends in orange Cassidy, Samoa Joe all popping up afterwards. Uh, Satnam Singh's digital numbers have been very good. Like all of his YouTube segments have cracked a million, which is a, a great bar for WWE. It's an insane bar for AEW. So it's getting the attention. If they can make him passable, they're doing good uh, with him. And but there I mean, are striking visuals too. Like that, the way they debuted him, I did not think was good. It's horrible. But yeah, it was bad. So, but the way that they've rolled it out since has been good. Like, <clears throat> There is always something impressive when there's a guy of that size standing next to somebody who is a foot smaller than him, or in some cases more. So I think uh, if they pace this right, it could be something that's really valuable for them. Maybe we get Joe versus Miro says, hey, what's that over there? Oh, down the line. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Do you think he could be the Joker spot? <laughs> maybe yeah and follows is everybody getting their ladles full of that nice taco soup you're also gonna get a taste of cheetah that's there's a reason kenny omega hypes him he's great he can be a top 
top level star. Uh, I mean, like just the size with the athleticism as well is great. And kind of unassuming. Um, Orion like, Ben says, Khan doing the flare strut, that popped me. I mean, yeah, his so. the flare influence is, yeah, very clear there evident. as well. <laughs> Nicholas says, growing up, Ronda Rousey's mom would armbar Ronda in the middle of the night while she was sleeping, amongst other effed up things to make Ronda a champ. Sean wants to beat up Allie Cease to make her quit her dreams, who has the more effed up parenting style. Well, if she doesn't, look, look what happened with Ronda. She became an Olympic medalist. She became a world champion judoka. She became one of the greatest female fighters in the history of the world, a UFC Hall of Famer, a uh, millionaire, main event at WrestleMania, and has won the Raw Women's title. So there you go. I mean, look, it seems like a pretty good parenting style to me. Seems pretty I'm good gonna to me. Say, I'm going to disagree with you there and say don't. I'm going to say that you're muted. And if you don't want to be muted maybe you should show up and pretend to be somebody else. And you can do that when you change your virtual location with just one click with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. That big UFC pay-per-view tomorrow night, you can get it at a big-time discounted rate by subscribing to overseas services as opposed to paying that insane price. nordvpn.com slash Fightful helps you get there. You get 70% off your plan, an additional month free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. And on top of that, you get that threat protection, block online trackers, block malware, block pop-up ads on the fastest VPN in the world that works on all your devices. Whether you're watching uh, shows or the UFC pay-per-view on your phone, your TV, your, your laptop, your desktop, it even works on your router, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. It also allows you to subscribe to services overseas that might have a wider array of selections of shows. If you've moved and you just don't like the stuff we provide over here, maybe you missed the WWE Network. You want to subscribe to that in Canada. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. Hit them up at NordVPN on Twitter. Even if you don't use NordVPN, hit them up on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. I cannot tell you how important that is to getting uh, places like that to stick with us, support us, and, you know, pay our writers, pay our podcasters a little bit better. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It is legitimately a great deal. I use it every day. I was using NordVPN uh, before they ever sponsored us, uh, and that's those are my favorite sponsors. Literally, if you had just let me do that with DraftKings, everybody that's watching would have gone and downloaded it. I'm just saying maybe every single one. Allie says, as long as I have my match with Sasha first, thanks for the great parenting advice. You'll learn a lesson eventually. I'm sure somebody will book that SmackDown. We had the SmackDown plans on fightfulselect.com right before SmackDown. Uh, Please subscribe to that. That is our lifeblood. At the beginning of each month, uh, we have a lot of subs drop off. So I always do the hard sell. So Here's the hard sell. Today, we had three shows. Figure Hall, where I did a baseball card box break. I did a 45-minute Q&A podcast. Then we had Rob and Maggie's Coexisting After Dark. And then later tonight, you're probably getting Alex's Sour Graps, if not tomorrow. 
Today, we broke the news of Candice LeRae's WWE deal expiring, Will Osprey being set for his GCW debut, original creative pitches for some NXT storylines. Last night, we revealed that Authors of Pain are coming back to the ring, had a bunch of Persia Perota notes, gave you the first look at the MLW Women's Featherweight title, and we did a Fightful Select Ozark ending review with Rob Wilkins. How about this on Wednesday? We revealed that Tony Deppen was at those AEW tapings. We revealed that Moose was about to sign with WWE before he went back to Impact. We had the list goes on post-show. And uh, kind of a big story that dropped Wednesday. Tessa Blanchard, wow, having a big fallout. I've got a lot more on that in the coming week. I mean, a lot, lot, lot more. That is one of the strangest stories I've ever covered and um, this isn't your first rodeo. You've covered a lot of weird I've ones. I've covered so. a lot of weird ones. <laughs> this is a strange one. And I'll I'll continue to like give you the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes there. The day before that, AEW Fight Forever Game News, where we talked roster size, all kinds of stuff. We had the Royal Rumble 2023 front runner location. Then I had the Backstage Report podcast, all exclusive news. We revealed that Stu Grayson's contract had expired. We revealed that Warner Media said there's a new AEW show on the way. Had the weirdness behind Tommaso Ciampa working as a babyface on main event. Plans for Raw. We revealed that Roderick Strong requested his WWE release. That is in the last four days, my friends. The you last are... four days. You're a busy guy. Yeah. You're a busy man. My goal is, you know, I want at least one exclusive piece of news on Fightful Select every day. Then I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should do two. And then I'm like, you know what? We should probably do that and a show every day. You're like an auctioneer or something. I know. That's how, that's how Denise <laughs> makes me sound. We got so much news on this this FightfulSelect.com. Yeehaw! Denise does this terrible impersonation of me. I know. It sounds very similar to her Grinch from the Christmas tree. I know. You guys that's a very similar accent. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish up touting Fightful Select by saying we also broke the news that Jake something would be at AEW tapings. Unfortunately, we broke the news of NXT releases and some news behind that. Uh, but uh, we also had a bunch on those NXT fashion meetings. Ha we all Every week, I bring you all a nice uh, roundup of who produced what matches on WWE TV, as well as a bunch of backstage news. So subscribe to Fightful Select. It would mean a lot. But if you want to support, you can get your Super Chat and Humper Chats in. Jambeard says, here's me putting Dan Housen to join Team Tess into reality. Also not surprised about Tessa. She seems like a black spot in pro wrestling now. Yeah. Um, I'll just say this. She needed this to go well. So I don't, I don't know anything more. People always think I know stuff. The coldest <laughs> line I got from somebody. The, one of the few. I'll, I'll give you guys a behind the scenes. It was so weird. There are a lot of people in WoW that think that like David McLean or Tessa Blanchard were more powerful than they really were. And I would be like, hey, do you work for WoW? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me about this Tessa stuff? Sam! Like, there were some people worried, and they would message me back and be like, little, little worried. But one person said, if you want to watch Tessa Blanchard wrestle, you should probably learn Spanish. You're like, damn, man. I was like, shit. And that doesn't make me happy. She, 
I fully believe that Tessa Blanchard is a WrestleMania main event level talent in the ring. Um, a, a phenomenal performer, but we are past the point of that being enough in wrestling anymore. A whole lot of really great performers are out and, and might not ever come back. Um, boy. Wild. Wild. FightfulSelect.com will have more. Hey, what's that over there? It says Hope Darius is a speedy recovery so I can get to top flight in the Super Junior Tag League. Hope so, too. That's heartbreaking, man. I did reach out to him. I heard back from him. He was very gracious about that, but um, hopefully he he feels better soon. Nicholas says, people have been putting so much forbidden door emphasis on New Japan and stardom. DDT and uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro are the ultimate variety shows of Japanese wrestling. I agree with you there. Like, honestly... Over the past couple of years, I preferred, I'm not going to say I'd prefer them to stardom, but to New Japan, I prefer DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro when I get the opportunity to watch them. Uh, I know I don't exactly talk about them a lot because I got to watch them in clusters and stuff because I'm breaking news about American stuff usually. Uh, That's our audience, but I think the DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro have had some really fun stuff. We had a great write-up in uh, Fightful Magazine about that. Smackdown. Subscribe to Fightful Select. I don't know if I told you guys. Sean, not everyone's a millionaire. It's only five bucks, Kate. It's the what? most affordable. It's the most... First off, shut your mouth. Don't interrupt me like that. Wow. Don't interrupt me like that. <laughs> How dare wow. you? How dare you? You are docked $5. You are docked $5 for interrupting me. And instead, that's going to go to the next person that comments. Who's going to comment? Who is Kate going to send $5 on PayPal to? Claim it. Claim it in the chat. Claim it in the chat. Who's going to do it? From her shoot PayPal at that. First of all. We were on a delay. Ah, Bam. Oh no, no! Look no. at one! No one! No! The amount of no! You know yes! No, here's one. If you can go a month without putting some terrible photoshopped version of Mad Cat Moss with the Intercontinental Championship up, I will send you $5. Nope, nope. So the picture now you that can, I want to see. You can do your greedy, I want $5 from every one of you nonsense at your GCW Mud Show wrestling spots, all right? You can't go giving away my money. Listen, I'd never do that. I would never even consider doing something like that. Jonathan. There is foot down there. I'm gonna need five dollars from each one of you right now. My God, get some beat. Win Kate Elizabeth's money. You're like Terry Bradshaw, Kate. (laughs) Why are you? You're bankrupted. You know what? Fine, I'll write it off on my fightful invoice. I want the picture eventually of you handing Joel Pearl five dollars. And shaking his hand, and both of you looking at the camera. That's okay, you want happen. an expensive trip to Toronto? <clears throat> well, I mean that's not fair because five dollars Canadian is like twelve cents. I'm not letting you get <laughs> off that easy. 
Mark Losper <laughs> says, Tessa seems like a horrible person, but given the way that Jeannie Buss runs the Lakers, nothing about wow surprising at this point. Um, I can tell you that I'm surprised that even like this was a Tessa Blanchard rehabilitation project. That was it. Despite many people telling David McClain to not make it that, and I will have news on many of the people that turned down WoW in the past and Fightful Select in the coming weeks. But uh, let's talk about something good that I liked in women's wrestling. And by the way, uh, I saw some people say, oh, he tries to report negative stuff about WoW. I wish nothing but luck to the people at WoW. I hope they have good tapings this week. Um I, I want them to succeed so it can become an avenue for women's wrestlers to get paid and paid well. No, but, I uh, exclusively hold the spot of Sean costing women money, okay? Yes, It has yes. nothing to do with WoW. She, Kate me. is the only person that I will cost money <laughs> in effect financially. But we had Aaliyah and Charlotte Flair that was supposed to happen. It didn't. What did you make of the promo that happened before? I thought it was not very good. It sucked. It was bad. Uh, the brawl was good, though. I liked it. I And I liked... So, Pat McAfee. Like what, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You got you got something... It's, what's it's wrong a, with you tonight? It's a long list. What's up your ass, huh? I don't know the whole... These two aren't going to touch till the pay-per-view when they've already touched things. Doesn't really, like, hold any weight for me, all right? So... Aaliyah's stupid in storyline. <laughs> stupid. And Pat McAfee pointed that out. Because Charlotte's Aaliyah like, dumb. Charlotte's like, come here, Rhonda. I'm going to pretend you're Rhonda. Rhonda, come here, Rhonda. And then she gets punched in the face because, duh. And Pat McAfee goes, why'd she do that? She knows that's not her name. Why and was she called like a dog by the wrong thing? I love the, the pull apart brawl. I'm a sucker for those. And I'm a sucker for Pat McAfee going, look at this jacked referee breaking them up. Is that Jamie Noble? Is that Jamie Noble? I I was entertained by this. I'm glad you were sports entertained. I was not. I do love Pat McAfee. But to me, it's like they've already beat the crap out of each other. So who cares about like not letting them touch? We've already seen them fight. Because you want to save it for the pape. It's a throwaway pay-per-view. Haven't you heard? Man. KE775 says the women's division needs some work. Well, I thought that Baszler and Banks was good. I had somebody that messaged me and said, oh, that was a mess. And I I was behind and I watched it and I was like, I enjoyed this match. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought it was good. Uh, there were way too many camera cuts, as Anthony Velazquez says. Uh, the amount in there was unbearably bad. Yes, that was bad. But... Um, Sasha and Shayna, I thought, worked together phenomenally. Yeah, I don't know who was in your DMs with that information because that's wrong. I thought this was great. Uh, the Meteora is will always sell me a ticket with Sasha if it. you do that, right? Shayna's gut-wrench slam is ridiculous. Um, and there was also like a really nice bulldog reversal from uh, Sasha in this. But overall outside of those spots, I just felt like Sasha acclimated her style to meet somebody like Shayna Baszler, which is not somebody's style that we see all the time in the women's division. I thought she came out super fierce. She always looks like a star. I loved the backwards hat. Like what a little badass. Um, you know, for Ali Cease's second match after she fights you, I think that's going to be where the real money matchup is. But like, I just really thought like we saw the joint manipulation stuff from Sasha too. Like she, 
attacked Shayna Baszler, not just attacked her opponent. Like there was a really, really nice story told within this match. And that was that she was facing a shoot badass, which she was right. So I thought this was great. I loved the aggressive side of Sasha and I, I thought they worked together super well. I don't, I don't know what other people were seeing. Which of your mics is hooked up? Cause I'm hearing the rub again. You are. Yes. Look, I bet it's your, I bet it's your goddamn earbuds. That's another five. That's another five bucks. <laughs> Actually, five bucks. it isn't. Is well, it? okay. Ta- yeah, it is. Cause tap your little mic right there next to your. Yeah, that's the mic that's hooked up. Oh, cry me Kate a river, Elizabeth. <laughs> I like you. I'm, look at that. Caden says I'm hearing the rub. <laughs> well, I'm giving people the rub. All right. Volob says he'll take the money. Nope, it's 10 to Joe Pearl. It's 10. Joel is never getting an ounce of my money. I'll yeah. put it in your baby's college fund. Well, it ca- it's you. way lighter than an ounce. It's a $10 bill. Learn math. <laughs> you have to learn like all like, that in kilograms pretty soon by the looks of it. I enjoyed Sasha and, and Shayna. So, or did you? I enjoy keeping my money. So, I'm glad you liked the math. Tough shit. Uh, but anyway. Like when I started to fall in love with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's work, when he used like the knee based offense heavily, Sasha sort of adopted that, but did like double knee based offense. And I've loved that it stuck like that. And she's the Meteora is one of my favorite moves. I just love it. Luis, or actually Mark Losper says, Pat McAfee being the only one to get over during Charlotte Ronda segment is the most WWE thing over ever. Well, let me tell you another segment in which nobody got over. Happy talk. With Mad Cat Moss. Mad Cat Moss is out there cutting terrible jokes. And he the only the only close to funny thing he said is you've been Baron Corbin, Mad, or you've been King Corbin, you've been broke ass Corbin. You could try being entertaining Corbin. That was good. But like when Mad Cat Moss is all also notoriously not entertaining, <laughs> like that's not the dunk you think it is. I was like, drop this. Like make him just make him be Riddick Moss again. And I had somebody that said, y'all know damn well. You never cared about him when he was Riddick Moss. Stop with this. And I'm like, wait, are you implying that people cared like care now? We didn't even see a ton of Riddick Moss before he was injured, right? No. Yeah. So like also give that a chance to breathe. But like. I thought when we finally got out of this thing with Drew and they turned on each other, we were also going to be getting rid of these terrible gimmicks. What happened to the trophy thing from last week? Like now the trophy they showed is it. Just they nowhere showed to it. be. <laughs> I mean, like... what you think? You think after he steals it, he's going to bring it back? Why would he do that? <laughs> to gloat because it's, it's wrestling. So... Yeah, because because wrestling. I don't know. They carried a sword and a desk from town to town there for a while. I thought maybe. That uh, the trophy that was the BL end all last week might be the uh, a focal point in this, but no, and it it makes me sad because I think there is something that Riddick Moss has to offer. I think he's great in the ring. I think he has charisma when he's not trapped behind behind terrible dad jokes. Um, and I think Baron Corbin is an effective heel when he's used properly. But like this is just not good or entertaining. What are no. we doing? It's dumb. It's stupid. But I'll tell you the opposite of dumb and stupid. 
this Gunther ass whipping that he uncorked <laughs> on Drew Gulak. And I even tweeted, like, I feel bad for Gulak, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, homeboy. You took one for the team, and I enjoyed what I saw. Gunther beat that ass so bad. And Drew Gulak was so excited to be back in the ring, and it was great. And then it's Gunther. Well, sorry, Gunther's coming for that ass, and he got it. Got all up in it. And uh, that was violent, Kate. It was great. It's one of the better squashes I've seen uh, on WWE TV in recent memory. Yeah, Walter is something that is is working for me. I just looked at my notes and they say big bad wolf, big bald wolf and Walter rules back to back. So that's the differentiation between yeah. the two segments that we're just talking about. But this stuff with Walter has translated really nicely uh, as somebody that watched him on NXT for so long. This is actually translating to the main roster pretty well. I hope that they give Ludwig something to do more than just announce because I do think he has in-ring value as well. But like Walter just chopping people to death is real, real, real fun for me. I loved the beat down here and he's being built up properly. Like he's being built like the monster that he's been. So I am all for this. I thought this was a ton of fun for what it was. And uh, Gulak's a good person to be on the other end of the beat down. He knows how to how to handle the squash moments. How did your rubbing mic sound better than the one you got? What do you want from me? To bring your mic closer to your face like a normal. <laughs> Are you happy? Cannot Are you me. happy, Corbin? No, now it's way too loud, actually. And it's distorted. Like, like listen, it's supposed to go in front of you like this. That thing's not omnidirectional. What are you doing? I have it set up to face the other way, but I have a leak in my office, so everything is ruined right now. You just went from like this to Hello on like three burgers and a fly. Like the drive-through. Well, if I wasn't constantly giving my money away, maybe I could update my setup. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Mark says whose side of the bed or what side of whose bed did Sean wake up on? Perhaps you need a Snickers, brother. I would love that. That'd be great. Trying to better when you're not here. Robert doesn't do this to me. Robert (laughs) does. Jam Beard says Kate ASMR tonight. Uh, Mark Quill, SRS, Joel Pearl versus Kate and Allie Cease in a Kate's Money Ladder match at GCW's next show, the main event in any arena. Hey. (sighs) Jambeard says, on behalf of Canada, we invite Kate to move here before the U.S. takes every right she has. (laughs) She can live at Joel Pearl's place. Damn. The first part sounded all right. The second part, no. Let's talk about this Lacey promo. We're getting Sarah McLaughlin territory, but listen, you've heard us talk about this before, but let's talk about what happened after because they're swerving and it's very funny. And if they're not, they're tone deaf, but I believe they're swerving because they have Samantha Irvin, that poor girl out there saying, you know, what Lacey's been through is, is a lot and uh, we can all learn something and respect her. And she has asked for all of you, to stand up, applaud, and show her the proper respect. And she comes out and she's like, yeah, yeah, baby, we can do it. Like, 
white meat Yankee Doodle Dandy baby face that is like the opposite of what people like. Now, I believe WWE's tone deaf. I don't believe they're so tone deaf to have Samantha Irvin say what she said without expecting eventually that to turn. I'm just surprised that this crowd bit to begin with. Sean, week five of this? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Like, God bless her. I feel bad for everything she's been through. Don't get me wrong, but week five. Also, she came out in the same gear as she was in her promos. And I was like, I hope she's watched that sometime over the past five weeks. Gross. Um, I've been I've been working on my Lacey Evans promos. Oh, have you? Trying to get them as sad as Lacey Evans. All right, give me one. So I'm going to talk in my, my Denise accent, too. My Denise Southern accent. And I'm not trying to diminish anything that Lacey's been through, but listen, I've lived a sadder life. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I took the night off, and uh, myself and my loved one went to the movie tavern to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and it was a brilliant film. Jim Carrey was incredible. Unfortunately, before that, I had come to learn that Jim Carrey was considering retiring from acting, and that's pretty sad in general, but we showed up at that 9 p.m. showing and we got our burgers and we got our fries. It's one of those little joints where you can order your dinner and it was pretty good, but I still wasn't full and I pressed that little button and nobody nobody showed up. Nobody came. So I had to sit through another hour and a half of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 without any additional food. I went to the concession stands. I walked three minutes in the middle of that movie to buy some Raisinets and nobody was at the concession stands. They said, can I help you? And I said, yes, I'd like to buy some concessions. And they said, well, we can help you the next time you're here because our concessions are closed. My God, did it remind you of when you were a child and you rang the doorbell and no one was home? What? <laughs> I was I'm, telling, to- I'm telling a story about my trauma. And that was that was the story. I just didn't get to eat during Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That was about it. I'm done with my story. I was hungry during Sonic 2. It was a good movie. Oh, you poor it. thing. Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to need everybody in the chat to show me the appropriate respect. And uh and there's there's only one way to do that. I'm going to need $5 from each one of you right now. My God. The bangle sweatshirt kills me every time. It's Get great. some gear. It's great. It's great. Uh, JW Pringle said, regardless of what Lacey says, I can't get over her outfit. Let these women wear clothing. Most get to. Most get to. I mean, I think that was part of the culture shock of the NXT thing was a lot of these women are like, you're bringing in fashion consultants when like three months ago we were just allowed to wear merch shirts. Okay, and gear. Raquel package. That was cool. It was simple. We've seen a video package before. We know the drill. We got Shinsuke Nakamura doing an interview and oh, I love Sami Zayn. 
He's so good here. He's such a little weasel. And I want Paul Heyman, Sami Zayn interactions every week. And based on what we saw in this match, because Sami Zayn wins a solid match, it ain't NXT TakeOver, but it was a solid match. Uh, and he won it by countout. So there's no reason to not continue to give me Paul Heyman, Sami Zayn segments, Kate. And I, I'm loving it because this is how Sami Zayn feels like he can get respect and be relevant again by attaching himself to the most relevant people on the roster. I loved everything about this. Nakamura doesn't look too bad because he loses via countout. And he's got to work his way back up to Roman Reigns. But how'd you feel about this whole situation? Because I love the way it all unfolded. I liked most of it. I love everything Sami Zayn does. And even with the countout, I liked the way this countout was done. It wasn't like an egregious 10 count. It was like, Sammy doing some damage at seven and then crawling back in the ring or whatever. Like I, th- I thought that was really nice. My only thing is if Shinsuke is next, <clears throat> I would like him to be winning, but I get it for the, the purposes of the story. I thought the, the match was really strong. I there's just Sammy Zayn can do no wrong for me. Like I think he's so much fun as this, this stoogy guy, him just like popping out from around the corner is fun it justifies Shinsuke being back in the picture too, since they had that weird like gap week where he was challenging for the title and then just was like, nah, it's going to be true. Like this rightfully puts him back in the situation, which is good if he's going to be lined up for after that. So this made sense out of some stuff that wasn't making sense, which I will always root for in WWE programming these (laughs) days. Uh, And I just, I think it's fun. I think it's really fun to have a unit against the bloodline um, where Sammy is, being this weird puppeteer backstage. I, I think it's great. Jambeard says, Sean could have told us a sadder story by talking about the red season this year. Go Jays. I already let that out on Twitter last night. Unreal. How stupid they are. Uh, but Sammy Zayn <laughs> doing this and, and playing the role perfectly, I think is great. Him actually getting the win over Nakamura is good. But I want Roman Reigns to be like, that's not good enough. You beat him by count out. You didn't solve anything for me. Also, it's WWE, so a count out loss means you probably will get a title shot before before long. Um, I think that Sami Zayn played this well. I thought Nakamura did well in his promo. He's He speaks limited English. He's busy surfing anyway. But uh, Paul Heyman did great. I, I've got to see more Zayn and, and Heyman. It, it is great. Great. We got people uh, throwing in their $5, Sky, uh, Mark, oh. thank you so much. Everybody, please do this. Uh, now I have almost made up what Kate has lost me. I've lost that? you. Have there been more people that unsubscribed from Fight Pulse Select because of me? Or yes. was it just that one? Have yes. there really? Yes. Hold on. I'll pull up the exit <laughs> survey right now. Uh Absolutely. I don't do anything other than hang out with Alex sometimes. One hundred percent. Yes. Let's see. We have some people like. Let me read you somebody. Somebody says too many emails. Uh, friend, there are email notification <laughs> options there to turn those off. Um, let's see. Here we go. What was it? What was it? Ah. Oh. Kate criticized a brand that Kate I Kate like. sucks, so I won't support it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is on April 26th. I'm 
so sad. I'm just trying to get listen, out of this listen, now. Hold I need on. to go in real quick. Listen, might be an ego blow for you. Joined two plus years ago for the Alex Solo Shows. The new version featuring Kate. Sour Graps 2.0 is not for me. I realize the views are up and that's good for you guys. But Kate ruined Alex. Wow. I will resub because I appreciate what Jimmy Van has built and have followed SRS since 15. But House, oh, this is the person's name, is done standing for Alex. Look at all the heat you got, people. I'm a heat magnet. I mean, you I would all... say more people think I have helped also, Alex and harmed him. Thank this you. is my favorite exit review. Fuck you. <laughs> we should do a show on select of people that unsubscribe in this way. I would, yeah, I'll do it. That's but I mean, so like, there, there are also stuff where people are like, three bucks in my bank account can't overdraft. Like, I will, I will never fault somebody for not subscribing, period, or unsubscribing. Like, if they do it in a funny way, I will highlight it. But like, stuff like that. Some shit is more important than wrestling news. I don't know what, but some stuff might be. Um, Paul Elizabeth says, Kate is the man with the funny accent. Thanks, Dad. And yes, he is. Brutality, he says, those are bots. (laughs) We'll do that one day. We will. um, We should do that like once a month. But honestly, so many of them are nice, and it's like, We'll be back. We'll resub. Uh, stuff like that. Like, yeah, nice people uh, are boring. I want the heat. <laughs> about once a month, I get like a negative one. There was one person that unsubscribed because I buried Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is wait, here, here's the interesting one. Pro wrestling, and you're mad that someone's shitting on your town. One person said, I'm only into AEW and I don't give a crap about WWE news. And I'm like, friend, we break AEW news. Also, here's one. Fuck Fightful. They were a tier two subscriber. (laughs) They got the early access to the interviews and stuff. (laughs) Unprofessional conduct on social media. One of my favorites is like, if I dunk on somebody, I'll get like maybe a, a cancellation. And they're like, SRS is just unprofessional on social media. And it's like, friend, I don't know what SRS you saw on social media prior to this to imply that I was anything but unprofessional on social media, but that's the one you should expect. Well, see, also, what a- like, what are you going to do? Go tell your boss? <laughs> there you go. Here was a good one. Here's, here's one of the best. Veer arrived. No need for updates anymore. That's a good one. I like that one. That was a good one. Um, let's see. If if there's any more anger and see, most of these are like just very nice. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, we get hundreds and hundreds of cancellations. Like people some people just want to be in control of when their five dollars renews, and I'm I'm good. <laughs> oh I, god. I'm here for the Kate Sucks ones. <laughs> Man, there's there was one person. A month after I stopped doing the EC3 interviews, it said it was the affiliation with EC3. And I was like, what? (laughs) Go on. We'll do a full show of them uh, in the future. That'd be so much fun. Tired of getting emails every time there's a fucking post. I'm like, there are settings. In Patreon. (laughs) Oh, my God. You can control your narrative. 
Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> we got JW Pringle. Screw the haters. Kalex and SGS for life. Tall Paul Elizabeth. You hold him down, I'll hit him. JW well, Pringle's let, my man. Let's talk about something I love. This freaking tables match. This uh this was a hoot and a holler, as they say. <laughs> I don't I, say that. Loved it. They say it. They say it all the time. I just did. Uh, Kofi Kingston especially showed out in this match. He was like, I'm just going to do everything. I'm going to make the barricade spot good again by jumping off the top rope into it. He's going to dive over the top rope. He's going to do the the (laughs) trouble in paradise and knock one of the guys over the table. And then, of course, I love a good crunchy table spot. But... I want to see an Iron Man tables match. Set them up for 15, 20 minutes Ooh. and see how many you can go through. This was awesome. Now, that being said, I'm really over this feud and have been for a while. Butch coming back. He's growing on me. He's good. But <laughs> them acting like <laughs> he just vanished and like he's the Tasmanian devil and nobody knows where the tornado went for a while. Uh, what, what did you think of the match? I loved it. I loved it minus the butch stuff. And also them saying that butch was under the ring for a week. I had some jobber in my reply saying like, yeah, of course that's what they said. King here. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that could have been, but I thought the match was super fun. I, the butch stuff is not for me. It is not growing on me. I think it is stupid. I think it's a terrible use of Pete Dunne. I hate it. I hate it so much. But I thought the rest of the match was a blast. I liked Woods uh, taking the pin there. I thought that was good. Um, that's the Trouble in Paradise from Kofi was absolutely bananas. My thing is with the New Day, they have so much value. Why are you putting them in 9 million matches with the Usos, which are always great, of course. And then they finally move on from that feud and we get 9 million <laughs> matches against Rich Holland and Sheamus which are usually pretty good, of course. Like, the New Day always tries to top themselves and not to take anything away from from Sheamus and Ridge, like Sheamus especially, but, man, like, just have normal paced feuds with the New Day. They can do so much for your brand if you're using them, right? This match to me, though, like, this was the best thing that this feud has had. And, oh, it was so good. Uh, I love seeing a good tables match on SmackDown because – Takes me back to when SmackDown was as relevant as possible back in the day when stuff like this would happen on that show. And I thought that they all worked their asses off and did well. Sheamus for a guy that they thought was, they, I think three years ago, I had a source that told me they felt like they'd be lucky if they got one more WrestleMania out of Sheamus. And here he is at 44, killing it. He is as good as he has ever been. Um, Love it. Love it. 20 years deep in wrestling. I'm Malucha says, here's five to offset all the women hating. H.H. <laughs> Hensler rules. Buffalo sucks. <laughs> See you in L.I. Wednesday. Dynamite's going to me. That kills me that someone could be a pro wrestling fan and hate when somebody is dunking on someone's hometown. Like, what? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, like 101. But I do get people geographically local to those areas that get actually offended. I Here's the thing. I just legitimately... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? 
read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Dislike almost everywhere that aren't the places that I go, because I love where I live so much. And I, I don't even like Cincinnati that much. Driving there's a nightmare. I'm so happy I don't have to go across the river tomorrow. Hey, what's that over there? Says, I think I'm the only one that finds it weirdly confusing that Pat McAfee ignores that he was in a faction with Pete. <laughs> no, that is. I've noticed that too. It's very weird. It is a good point. <laughs> Ricardo the bot guy says, I hope Kate gets to kick your nads just for fun. What? You better sell for me, buddy, next time I see you. I don't think I'd have to if you kick me in the balls. <laughs> Mark says, the hate for Kate. <laughs> Capitalize the hate for Kate. Escalates on Fightful Selects exit reviews. Mark Quill says, Who's hating on Kate? I'll throw hands against them. That's right, Thank guys. You. Violence is the answer. Or I don't know, maybe <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook is the answer. Use that code Fightful with this big card on Saturday. Bet $5 on any fighter. And if they win, you get $150 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook, use that code Fightful. I mean, what, what do you have to lose? DJ Cass, besides five bucks, DJ Cass says, so this is just a normal six-man tag team match. Surely that is not, as it is main eventing Sunday, really no explanation. Well, good luck with an explanation, Kate. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported that this was the plan all along. Well, let me just say, it was a dog shit plan. 
It was stupid. It was false advertising. It was getting us excited for a title match and saying, nope. Let's take that away. I did enjoy all the hee-hee-weed jokes from Riddle, Orton, and Drew. Uh, you know, talks about joint efforts. I dig it. I like all the marijuana references. Cool, man. It's not that it's marijuana-based. It's that it's so... It's that we have to sit through Madcap Moss and Butch and this. Like, how True. many juvenile things? Like, Sammy Stooging is... That's perfect. That's my level of juvenile humor quota for the show. I don't need four other segments of it. In the, hey, Randy. And, like, I acknowledge Roman... I acknowledge battle was bad no no to that that was bad <laughs> riddle gets like heels to the ceiling when he does that goddamn rko it is unbelievably good it is so good and that's how we end the show like the bloodline briefly got the the advantage but <laughs> this is a saturday night's main event match this six-man tag this should be what they're saying Oh, tune in to Fox on Saturday or NBC on Saturday and see this. Instead of, hey, the pape with the guy that let's tie up four titles with this. This is so lame. This is so lame. The match is going to kill it. It's going to be an incredible match. It's going to be one of the best matches, I think, up to this point of the year in WWE. Legitimately, I think it'll be amazing. Because they're very good at these these six person matches, but the stakes being minimized on this show to such a degree is so annoying. Yeah, I thought <sighs> not having stakes was the worst thing. It turns out having stakes and then taking them away is even worse. Yeah, which I, is is just a bad bad plan here. And the upsetting thing is we know who's going to win anyway, so you might as well put all the titles on the line. Like that's a really compelling thing. Of like we have four titles wrapped up in this. They're going to become two. Like, let's let's see what it looks like when all the gold that matters is on the line in this one feud. And because the match is going to be great, you could at least sell me a ticket at some point in there. But this is just stupid. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Says, can't wait for Riddle to run into Gunther backstage and he accidentally calls him Walter. That would be funny. Like, if he actually did and it pissed off Gunther a little bit. Like, have a little bit of fun with it. We're going to have a little fun with you guys this weekend. We got Grapsity Saturday. We're going to have uh, tons of stuff on Fightful Select. I'm going to be uh, at Under Siege doing an interview as well. But tomorrow night, we have the Under Siege post show, Steven Jensen, Joel Pearl. Sunday, we have the WrestleMania Backlash post show. Myself and Denise, are you and Alex doing a post show on Select? We are going to lose some more subscribers over there because I suck doing <laughs> um, We will we'll do a, a paywall version of the post show for those of you who there like you go. angry in-depth things. <laughs> and it does it always does well for us, guys. So subscribe. You all can get that. It'll be streaming concurrently with us. Uh, check that out. I'm sure Alex will be live for Sour Grap soon, if not soon, uh, tomorrow. But uh, we have... I'm in on it. It's after there, this. There you go. It's after this. But we have so many shows for you guys this week. Uh, we did like two extra shows this week. We did an Ozark review. If you want to see me go sour, oh boy. Oh boy, that's that's one to go. My favorite show of the past five years, ending like that, 
oh, I was I was not happy. And then on Monday, I did a breaking news show about the Roderick Strong situation. I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep bringing you guys more shows. I might do some more late night streams here and there. Also, I want to encourage you guys, check out knowyournews.com. That is a project that Jimmy Van has been working on. Uh, I've appeared on one of his first podcasts. Denise has appeared on it. But, Kate, you have a show on knowyournews.com with Alex Palowski. I do have a show uh, with Alex. People wanted more Team Kalex, so we brought it to Know Your News. Thanks to Jimmy Van. So excited. It's called Get the Flick Out of Here. And we are just reviewing bad, weird, crazy shows, um, movies, whatever media, really. This one started with a dating show called The Courtship. And it's like The Bachelorette, but it takes place in a castle and everybody has to adhere to Regency rules. It's so weird and dumb and stupid and fun. And I made Alex watch it, which is just a dream. So check them out. It's such a blast. Uh, And yeah, a lot of the familiar faces that you guys see are involved in this project. Go check it out. It's so much fun. Guys, thank you all so much. Please check out knowyournews.com if you like. A lot of the segments we did on Listen Your Boy back in the day, you're really going to like knowyournews.com. Until next time, guys, we're out.